0: Welcome to SeatWorks, a podcast produced by the curriculum and training team at the Center on Education and Training for Employment, a translational research center on Ohio State's campus. We work where research meets reality. I'm your host, Vera Allen, a program coordinator at the Center. This podcast series will focus on the various approaches and supports that our Center offers to educators of all learners. How do educators engage, nurture, and support their learners? Listen in on these discussions that highlight how educators can connect with and understand their learners. At CETE, we believe that everyone deserves to experience lifelong learning. To learn more about our work, you can visit our website, cete.osu.edu. Nationally, there are 65,000 educators in more than 2,000 local programs working with adult learners to provide numeracy and literacy skills, digital literacy skills, and workforce readiness. Right now, over 40 million adults in the U.S. cannot read above a third grade level, and nearly 60 million cannot do fourth grade math. In addition, there are 28 million adults who lack basic digital skills, and yet most of them are using computers every single day. Projections forecast that in just five years, nearly 80% of all job openings will require more than a high school diploma. Adult education programs are needed to provide a significant opportunity to bridge the workforce supply and demand gap, helping to ensure that adult education students have opportunities for academic and career success, helps them and their communities improve. At SEAT, we've been involved in adult education for nearly 25 years. The Ohio Aspire Professional Development Network is a long standing project at our center, providing resources, professional development, and technical assistance to practitioners of adult basic education, literacy education, and English language learning. Adrienne Boggs, a program manager at our center, joins me as our guest in this episode. Bringing more than 15 years of experience in adult education, she has firsthand experience from working at a career center, which empowered her to make an impact on a much larger scale. Adrian serves as the president of the Ohio Association for Adult and Continuing Education or OACE and is also co-lead of the Ospire Professional Development Network team at Ohio State. In this episode, Adrian discusses how her work of creating training and resources to support educators ultimately serves adult learners. Hi, Adrian. We're glad to have you join us on SeatWorks Hi. today. You're with us today to talk about how meaningful the adult education space is and probably more important in today's market. Can you start us off by leaning into the meaning of adult education and the importance of educators understanding what their learners need and how they learn best?
1: Sure, Farah. Thanks for having me. You know, so even though I'm no longer in the classroom, providing direct services, I still see myself as an adult educator, working with and through our adult education providers to serve the students in Ohio. I feel the need to preface our conversation with that because I often speak about the students as though I'm still in the classroom with them. Adult education is going to take many forms, but through my lens, I'm looking at those adults who didn't finish high school those adults who need to refresh their skills, maybe to return to a post-secondary education or training program. You know, those in corrections, those maybe who aren't native English speakers and want to learn English. Ultimately, our students are coming to our classrooms because they want to improve their lives. You know, for a whole host of reasons, a lot of our students are coming to us with barriers, maybe sometimes past traumas, and those have had a negative impact on their learning and personal growth. You know, it's so critically important that when a student first steps into the program, be it for an orientation or just to get more information, that we begin establishing rapport and demonstrating that this is a safe learning environment. And by safe, I don't just mean physically, but emotionally, because it takes so much courage for them to take those first steps towards change.
0: I appreciate that insight. I think it helps our listeners to understand why SEAT plays such an important role in the adult education space. Can you share with us how your work at the center directly connects to adult education and how you got involved in it?
1: (laughs) Well, like a lot of other folks, I stumbled into the adult education world by accident, and I was working at a career center, and then I just fell in love with the work and the people. You know, throughout my career, I've been in service to people. I left the classroom so I can make an impact on a larger scale. So working here at SEAT and then working with programs all over the state. But for me, I have to stay connected to the people we serve. I love seeing the training and the resources we create that help the adult education practitioners. And I know ultimately that serves our students.
0: That's such an important topic, especially for our listeners who are educators. So can you tell us how this work benefits educators and learners?
1: So, you know, we want to make practitioners' jobs easier. A lot of our folks are part-time, and especially if they're new, coming into this job might feel like they're trying to drink water out of a fire hose. Pause and visualize that for a second. You know, so we support them with onboarding to help them get acquainted with policies, procedures, and other elements that are specific to their role. We'll support them in areas like curriculum resources that are aligned to standards, distance education, formative and summative assessments and leadership, just to name a few. Thanks
0: for explaining how this work is crucial to educators of adult learners, but what motivates you to do this work?
1: Well, obviously I work with a great team at SEED, and that goes without saying, but I'm gonna say it (laughs) anyway. Uh, You know, knowing that we help practitioners and seeing the students when they succeed is what makes it all worthwhile. Seeing how proud they are when their accomplishments are showcased by the programs and the look on their faces. You know, I remember what it was like in the classroom and how amazing my students were. You know, it's why we do what we do. And it's as simple as that.
0: I really appreciate knowing that you started in the classroom yes. because you bring that real life firsthand experience and knowledge. And now that we have a look into what motivates you, how do you turn that motivation around to help and or inspire others
1: in your work? You know, so fortunately, with a lot of the folks I work with, we've been doing this work for a while and we're doing it because our hearts are in it. And, you know, when your heart's in your work and you believe in what you're doing, it's not hard to sell it. Right. And, you know, when you see the students and their success, you know, it's an easy reminder of why you do what you do. And with any organization, you keep the work central to your mission, vision, and values. That's always gonna help with your motivation. When the work is central to your mission, vision, and values, there's not really a question as to why you're doing your work.
0: Along the same lines of inspiration and support, we're a learning organization with a learning culture at sea. So I'm gonna turn the table just a bit here. Can you share with us what professional development you participated in most recently and what your biggest takeaway was or how did you grow from that experience?
1: So you know, one area I've been working on is social justice. And I've had a lot of opportunities for professional development and personal growth. And there's a lot to take away from the sessions I've participated in and the books I've read. You know, And if I'm to distill it down, I would say to folks, lean in and listen, even Mm -hmm. if it makes you uncomfortable. There's a lot of diverse perspectives and histories that have not been amplified to the degree that they should have been. And we still have a lot to learn about others and ourselves. So, you know, take a, just take a moment and reflect inward. And that's hard to do.
0: Thank you for letting us have a deeper look into your own learning. I do believe it's such an important time for continuous learning about ourselves and each other.
1: Mm-hmm. And I have
0: one last question for you today, Adrian. Mm-hmm. Is there any knowledge or skills that you sought out to gain during the pandemic?
1: yeah that's been a silver lining to this pandemic there were so many great PD opportunities so yeah admittedly I was like a kid in a candy store at times I kind of I caught myself from time to time I did have to reel myself in because I was like oh I want to do this I want to do this Um, because I have pretty broad interest and there were so many different groups at OSU offering sessions and series, I took advantage of as many as I could. It was fantastic. Um, And I also took time to delve deeper into mental health, wellness, and trauma. Um, Those are areas that I have a great interest in because that just affects so many facets of our work. Um, It's not just about how those areas impact our students, but just the folks, are co-workers, our people we work with, and then how do we manage our self-care? Because we are in the middle of a pandemic, which is, that's a very big, stressful, traumatic situation going on. And there's a whole lot of complicated layers there. So yeah, that's um, been a big one for me.
0: Well, I really appreciate that. And I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for taking the time to share your expertise, insights, and your personal story with us today. I appreciate your time, Adrian.
1: Thank you for this opportunity. It's been great talking to you.
0: On behalf of the curriculum and training team at the Center on Education and Training for Employment, we'd like to thank our guests today. If you would like more information on this topic, please contact us at go.osu.edu forward slash Ohio State for Work. We would be happy to hear from you and share more information about our services and our work. Follow us on Twitter at Ohio State for Work. See our description for details. Thank you for listening to Seatworks. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be well and bye for now.